This is Mentally Dope. Join us, Charmaine and Jasmine, two Black licensed therapists, as we build a bridge between mental health and Black culture. Come on. It's going to be dope. Hi, guys. Welcome back. (laughs) This is Mentally Dope, right? Two therapists talking about mental health, Black culture. I'm Jasmine. I'm Charmaine. And you know what we're talking about because you clicked. You know what we're about to do. Listen, y'all, first of all, I want to say, stop trying to traumatize me. Because when I kept seeing this movie get recommended, I was like, why they want to go and do that, love, huh? Like, why they want to go and do that? And I had to sit and watch this movie, and I was just like... It was a request. Yeah. We love y'all. This is this is a sign of how much we love y'all. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, though. Like, in the first, like, two minutes of the movie, I was just like, this is why I didn't want to watch this movie. <laughs> exactly. But by, by the time it got to, like, the end, and there was definitely some funny parts that I completely forgot about, because I had not watched this movie in years. Because, I mean, if y'all have watched this movie, you know why most people don't watch it again. Yeah, we're uh, watching Eve's Bayou today. Yes. So yeah, there was definitely, like I had not watched it in, in, a, in a very long time, but there were definitely some hilarious parts that I forgot about. And then, mm-hmm. you know, stuff was happening. I don't have very much redeeming. I mean, I would. it's not bad. No, it actually it is was good. a good, it's, a it's very well good movie. made. It is art. Art is supposed to be evocative, right? I got all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It is not enjoyable. <laughs> To me. There are there are some cringy parts. That's what happens. It's because it was not. First of all, let me just say I'm a little bit of like a rom com type girl. So if we're not gonna like you know, skip off at the end and be like happy in love, I'm like I'm not sure I want to watch this. So <laughs> that's just me. Period. But so this so this movie, but this movie did make us cringe because it talked about some stuff that was just like oh this is this this is cringy. It's heavy. I think that when I was looking up the description, when I was getting more information, one of the words used to describe it was a downbeat. And I was like, what does that mean outside of music? Oh, upbeat. That means it's happy and excited. Downbeat means the opposite, sad and depressing. One of the things <laughs> that, that knowledge. pessimistic. <laughs> okay. And so I was like, yes, that's right. Pessimistic. I see that. Mm, okay. Well, I'm an optimist. So I bet that could be why I kind of sort of struggled. Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. So the overview is... Okay, we struggle with this. Tell us in the comments, is the story about Eve? Who is the story really about? I thought it was more about Eve because it's called Eve's Bayou, Mm -hmm. but it's really not. Eve's Bayou is the place that they live in. Yes, because technically Eve, the character in the movie, is named after her ancestors. Yes, whose bayou it is. Whose bayou it is, who used to be enslaved. It's a whole thing. It's based on slavery. Go ahead and put the thing on the bottom. Everything goes back to slavery, okay? We already know it. That's yeah. where we come from. Yeah. So Eve, she's the middle child, 12-ish. She's a younger brother, older sister, um, and two parents. One's a doctor. One's a homemaker. I think her aunt and uncle are there oh, briefly. Yeah. Think about the uncle. And then is that her mom or his mom? Um, his mom. His mom lives there. Is a whole yeah. good smorgasbord Because she of says that she, that she left her family to be, mm-hmm. to be with them. Mm-hmm. And we just go through all the ups and downs of the family. It's yeah. real dramatic. It's real scandalous. It's real. It's real. Okay. So, yeah. like, so like, the initial dynamics is that, like she said, that we have the dad, who is a doctor. You have the mother, who is a homemaker. Mother says that she left her family. I forgot what state she said that she lived in. But that she left her family. She came mm-hmm. and moved in with them. His mother is there. His sister is there. And then we also have his sister, who is a psychic, who can, like, ha- She's who- a psychic counselor. I'm sorry. She is not she- a psychic, and she will let you know that. I'm sorry. She has visions. 
she can hold your hand, she can see visions, and she can tell you things from the future, but she cannot see her own visions. She's also potentially what they called cursed because she's on her third husband who has who has also, who has who have all died. Mm-hmm. So, so they call her the Black Widow because they feel like that anybody who gets close to her will continue to suffer the same the same fate with that they die too. Mm-hmm. So do right by me. I don't know what she did. We don't know. It is it doesn't really go into no. like they call her crazy, but even her mother supports her and says this is true. They do all call her crazy, but people actually like come to her because I'm mean, like clearly they mm-hmm. so she has a business. And then her mother even said, regardless of what you guys think, her <laughs> visions come true. So she says she may be crazy, but every vision that she's ever had comes true. Yeah. So which one is it, Mama? Yes. I guess is she crazy or is she psychic? But they all believed her though too. That's what I'm saying. So how crazy is she if she's if it's turning out to be true? Yes. So then we kind of sort of struggle with the whole idea that daddy is a doctor and he's like the first like, you know, black doctor in the area. Yes. But daddy, and again, this is, I don't even know how many generations removed from slavery it is. This is the 60s, I believe. And so I want to say it's the 60s. I don't know how removed that is from slavery in their family, but not far enough along. And so it's a big deal that he is um, a black man in the community who's a doctor. Yeah. He's the only if not one of them. And we can't really tell because, because, because like they said, that their family has such a rich history in the bayou and everything like that, that there's some generational potential wealth there mm-hmm. um, because they got more money than just his, than just his doctor money. I, I would guess so. But I, I mean, Mozella didn't like, like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying she had a job, but her job was not supporting the fact that she had a house that looked the way that she looked after. I mean, not with a whole bunch, not, yeah. she didn't have that many clients yeah. supporting that, but she also didn't get married. She might have had lots of money from, from settlements. From, from all the husbands, we don't know. Don't know. But, but who? Focusing they had on money. the daddy. Daddy, daddy is. But daddy is the only one who is working outside of sister who brings in a little bit. Yeah. But that means everybody is dependent on him. Yes. Nobody but, else has access and ability see, to make money. One of the things that we see is that he kind of sort of likes it that way. He doesn't really come out and say it until the end of the movie when he writes a letter that is like a revelation of things he has went through. But like, but you see it in the sense that he loves being the person that everybody loves, that everybody comes through. There is a need and there is a validation mm-hmm. in that. Um, Shout out to Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, Samuel Jackson is this base. See, this is the thing. It is so very well acted. Everybody is very good. He also produced it. I know. I, I didn't know that either until until I was watching it. Um, but. He he says in the letter at the end of the movie, he says, I know that I'm really not that big of a deal. I don't do much but go around and like check people's temperatures mm-hmm. and make sure that they're okay and, and put band-aids on boo-boos. But the fact that everyone treats me like I'm doing so much more, then it like it, it validates a need or, or or a void in me. And like we kind of sort of see that, not saying that that the work that he was doing was not like substantial, but a lot of the times he was not doing a lot of work. Like he was just like, "Oh, you feel a little hot? <laughs> Let me close this door and like like you know take 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 right. care of you." But that's all he was saying when his daughter was like, "I just want to take your temperature and listen to your heart." That's it. Yeah, that's he had a stethoscope and he had but, a man. That's that's what he had. But we see that there was such a fulfillment in that for him that it almost that it was not say it almost it did become detrimental because not only was he servicing if he wasn't that way servicing before, but yeah. the women in the um in the area <laughs> he was with anybody and everybody okay yeah, very he, publicly he may have had a standard we don't know because like some of the women was like you know cute i don't know but either who he was able to choose to pick and choose who he able to who he wanted to service who gave him attention um 
even with everybody. Even like we said, it was public to the point that his wife knew, but even his mother and his and his sister were like, we still shield her. Mm -hmm. And they said that they shielded her because they did not want to hurt her, which let's pause on that. But she already knew. So what are we shielding her from? It was more like, we just don't talk about this thing. We yes. all know what's happening. We just don't talk about it because it's going to upset the household. Yes, which to me is the hard thing because it's like, Let's pause on family secrets that we think are protecting people or that are or that are like causing that are that are that are gonna cause a disruption if we talk about them. Mm-hmm. We all but have there. Yes, we but they're there. Yes. Because like you said, everybody knew what, what daddy was doing. And I think it was just to the to the point at this moment where the middle child Eve knew because she woke up one night and saw daddy doing what daddy did with somebody at their house mm-hmm. and the aunt told her you will not say this to your mother. You will keep her protected. Oh no, it goes it goes further, right? The first first scene we see is there's a party at their house. Yeah. Dad is dancing with his mistress Maddie. at the party with all of the children, all of the neighbors, all of the family, right? His wife is there. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's the first thing. Second thing, when the daughter catches him having his affair or whatever, the first person, well, she talks to her father. That's a whole other thing. The second person she tells is her sister. Yeah. And what does her sister say? That didn't happen. No. The sister knows that it's been yes. happening and that it is happening, yeah. but she said that didn't happen. You were so, making up so, stuff. So yeah. So so then this is the thing too because we're talking about family secrets, but we're talking also talking about how detrimental they are because for one, they're not protecting anybody. Mm-hmm. They they really aren't. As much as, as much as we say that we we do those things to protect ourselves from things that we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. It's not like to protect ego. anybody else. But they're also it's not a secret. Yes. <laughs> Everybody knows that we just can't talk about it. But also that the, is even worse. But the hard part about this is that Eve did not know. This middle child was not I mean she knew that there were things that didn't feel comfortable to her. Like she knew that that, that Maddie being in there in that little tight dress grinding on her daddy didn't feel good. But she did not it was know confusing. the confusing. Yes, she was confused. But she did not know the extent of it. Mm-hmm. And then she knew what she saw visually in her eyes that night. But then you have your sister mm-hmm. telling you that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. And then you have your daddy who you just saw, like, I see me, see you, see you. But this is the problem. And then he kisses her with that same mouth and tells her that's not what happened. <laughs> not with the same mouth. <laughs> and then, and then, and but then the issue her, is, that's how, not what did happened. he even say that's not what happened? Did he, he just, see, the thing about Lewis is that he's very charismatic. He will oh, smile. He'll be like, baby, what's going on? What's, what's wrong? Yeah. He'll sit with you. He'll joke with you. He'll laugh. He'll connect with you all while not telling you the thing that you want to hear from him. A hundred percent. Because she was trying to say, dad, what, what happened? Like, what's going on? Is, but she is was it, also, I seeing what I'm seeing? But she was also a little scared because mm-hmm. she was she was under the spell of everybody else. That this is this is my daddy. Yeah. He's charismatic. He loves me. He loves all of us. He takes care of us. He's so sweet. He's so nice. He's not doing anything to hurt me. Mm-hmm. So if he says, I'm going to be okay, okay, daddy, I'll be okay. That part. And another layer is, if you've grown up in the house and... Your dad's mistresses were public and they're a part of your life. You have also no reason to think that that's wrong. Yeah. Right? You have no reason but to think, like, I said, I think he's that... doing something against the family or against mom because but this I... is the way it's always been. But unfortunately for her, she was still in this whole, like, denial stage of, like, is this what happened? Is this not what happened? She's also a kid. She shouldn't even be put in this situation. But then you have the oldest one who's only, like, two two years older, uh, Cecily, who's making Good's character, who was yeah. also Teeny bumper. completely in denial. She was in the same state as her mother, which we could actually go into that, that Megan Good, or her, her character Cecily, thought that she was on the same level as her mother. 
Like both of us. I don't think she was in denial, but we will go back to her. I, I do believe that she, well, not, not in denial, because I mean, cause I mean like, like she said at the end of the movie, she was, she was like, no, I believed when you said it. Mm -hmm. But she was more or less like the mother of like, we're not really gonna go into this. We're happy. We're all happy. Mm -hmm. He loves us, he, he takes care of us. Mm -hmm. And she literally was just like, on this like same. She, she goes back to the protector role of just like, that's not the narrative that this family is going with, so that's not what we're gonna talk about. Yeah. We're not gonna focus on that. Even though, I mean, it's kind of kind of gaslighting, but it's actually actively happening. You saw it with your own eyes. He saw he was there with you, yeah. but we're gonna say, you didn't see that. Yeah. No. What are you talking about? That didn't happen. Which is the hard part, because I don't know about you guys, but I've seen these situations. I've, I've, I've had plenty of right, clients that I've dealt with in this situation mm -hmm. who the family narrative is obvious, but if someone notices the family narrative, they're almost like shunned. Like, like that's not what's if happening If someone here. says it out loud, yes. if somebody acknowledges it, right? Like if the family narrative is yeah. we're all happy and we all really love each other and we're all really close and somebody's like, but we're really not. Like we don't even hang out. Yeah. You don't even know what's going on with but me. But the sad thing that is that- person is in trouble. Yes. For but the sad thing it. is about that is that like in situations like this, when it becomes a family secret, it's normally something big. One of us has been hurt, Some someone's cheating, someone's been molested, anything like that. But you cannot say those things. Even if it was you that that happened to, we don't talk about that, get over it, like we're okay. And so, so, so it's like swallow whatever it is that's going on with you and go back to mm -hmm. being the shiny happy family. Absolutely. But where does that come from? Why do you think families have a tendency to shun the person who is the truth teller in the family? Because this is the thing that happens. I think that it, it interrupts the family cycle that we don't like because you're forcing us to change and who, and I don't want to deal with that. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather just stay, I'd, I'd rather just stay in this cycle, mm -hmm. which is really hard because then you have this person who's uncomfortable, this person who has been hurt, or this person who has dealing with this thing, and they're just like, stay in this or get out the family. Mm -hmm. And part of that too is then that person, the truth teller in the family has to learn to put others comfort in front of their own. Yeah. Because their family, the living organism that is a family, makes that happen. Yeah. It pushes for that, right? That's not the truth. Or like, you're the only one that's upset. We're all good because we like the thing, the way things are happening. Mm -hmm. So you just shouldn't say anything. Yeah. You're gonna upset someone. Yeah. So we see like that dynamic in the family. And then, and then like we said, <sighs> we see that we have Cicely, who was just in love with her father the way that everybody else. It's Megan Good's character. Yes. Cicely. But she struggled with like, she said it without saying it. She believed that she was that that she was his wife the same way that his mother like like you know that her mother was like that's my husband. I take care of him. I stay up every night and wait on him. I make sure that all that all the kids are acting the way that they should be acting when when, when we have company. I make sure that everyone acts the way that they act. And then on top of that, that is, but then on top of that, she also calls out her mama. You're the problem. <laughs> if you wouldn't act the way that you're acting, he'd be home with us. But no, you're having this issue, so, mm -hmm. I, so I need you to be quiet because you're just, 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 just my family. <laughs> See, I don't know about y'all, but like, um, I, I, I am a therapist and I understand how that works. Mm -hmm. And I am also a black person who was raised by a black person. And so listening to a child speak to their elders in a way that that is, it goes Listen, y'all, like when I tell you me. I was watching and I, it and my, th my my neck was like. Goes all over me, goes all over me. I wanted to pull one of those, like if you don't grab it, I'm, I will. 
Because baby girl needed <laughs> and just yank her. But I even that's not even the advice that I would give to my clients. But yeah, you also need it to know. Helped. No, no, no. It wouldn't have changed anything. But there is um. This is why as parents you got to take care of your own inner stuff because the kids will pull it out of you every time. That wasn't even my kid, and I wanted to be like, who you talking to? Who you, you talking to me? Okay, let's go. Back behind the <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, no, you 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 grown? Let's yeah. go be grown outside. But mm -hmm. no, see, we can't do that. But no. even that poked up. But I think that also we also had the issue because because she was so protected by her father, and her father even openly admitted that she was his favorite. He said that he didn't want to say it like that, but that she was his favorite. So even when anybody did call her out, whether it was her, her mama or even or even his mama, her grandmother, he would jump in and be like, not my child. Mm -hmm. Even when she was wrong, he'd be like, don't say anything to her. So like she knew, that's, that, daddy saves me. Y'all can't do anything to me. Because guess what? There mommy, are no consequences. Mommy, mommy pays the bills. So what you gonna do? Ooh. You gonna call me out? Because my man will will put you out and keep me. And she knew that. And, and he created a monster. I, I think it's, it's again, it's a living, breathing organism. I think mom was involved in that too. There was a mm -hmm. lot of things because mom knew about stuff going on. She said, she said to her after the situation mm -hmm. in the living room or whatever, and Cicely came down to this whole situation. Mom was like, you're not staying up and waiting for him at night anymore, mm -hmm. which is a role that a parent, right, that a spouse, that a lover should have, mm -hmm. like waiting for somebody to come home. But I don't think that mom knew that it had gotten as bad as it had gotten at first. I don't know. I, she I knew enough that, to... I think that it had, may have gotten like a, like a gradual thing, like you like like you see it and it looks innocent, almost even like, like what he said. He thought that it was innocent, that I had this child that just loved me, I loved her. But why and wouldn't they wait like, together? And then, I think that you, had, that you had, but that's why I said too, that was the issue because like Cicely was kind of like this. This should have been your job, but you didn't do it. So, so I'm stepping in. You're not. You're not up waiting up on him. So let me step in and do what you should be doing. So let's talk about that. There, I don't. We don't know everything about this family, this fictional family. But part of it is that you can tell from the beginning that all of the kids kind of feel like there's not enough of the adults to go around. Yeah. Which is interesting because they had a mama, they had a daddy, they had a grandparent, they had an auntie, they had an uncle for a very short amount of time, right? They had all of these adults around them, but it still was like, I'm fighting and vying for people's attention. Yeah. For the first moment that we meet Eve, Except her Poe, eyes. Though. You don't really see Poe fight. I mean, he's kind of the attention. baby. Yeah. But he's also seems like he's but not involved think, in the drama. Yeah, but he's you would baby. think with him being the baby, with him being the only son, that like, yeah, it'd be a little bit just more. Wasn't really about yeah, him. I mean, that too. Well, another thing. He was but, a Judy of the family. Yeah, yeah, I remember Judy. Not, not. But like you can tell, the first moment that we see Eve, we can see that she's jealous, mm -hmm. right? At the party, like the way that we're introduced to everybody was also really good. Like she's jealous, she starts picking on Poe, and then she sees Dad dancing with sister, and she gets jealous about that. And the moment that Eve gets attention at the party, Cicely is jealous too. Yeah, she gets 100%. mad and starts to get huffy. So everybody is like vying for Dad's attention. But you also see too that. The only person that Eve fully trusts is Cicely. So even though we kind of sort of have like this combat back and forth she of jealousy, like that was just so yeah. deep. But I mean, like that was but, very young love. You. But even though we have like this, like you know, combat back and forth, we're still siblings. They're the they're the ones with the issues. Our parents have issues. It's just me and you. Mm -hmm. That's that, that's all I got, boo. Mm -hmm. Is is me and my sister. So when my sister tells me something, whether it's like whether I didn't mm -hmm. see what I, what I what I thought, what I but thought the I same thought. with her dad. I have no reason to believe you're lying to me. Yeah, I trust you. You were at that point. She's like a surrogate mother. 
But then Eve realized she knew that her dad was lying to her. She knew. It was uncomfortable, but she knew he was lying. And the more that she tried to spend time with him, well, she learned more But the thing is that things that were obvious, yes. right? Like, he's saying it, one thing and doing had, another. But I think it had, already, it had already been obvious. But she wanted I mean, to spend time with him. once you put the things together, you can understand that, like, those two people hanging out at that party, gyrating in front of everybody, probably is not as innocent as we thought, mm-hmm. right? So, like... There are things that you can think are innocent or normal in your family until you look back at it and be like, oh, stuff was all, always dysfunctional. Yeah. Stuff like the signs were there. I just didn't know. Yeah. But I think that this is the hard part, though, because we struggle with this whole once Eve realized that her parents were human, which is a hard part for a lot of people to realize that our parents are not superheroes, that they're, these are <sighs> actually humans who are struggling and dealing with life but then on and don't top have of it that, all figured out she still struggled with what a lot of people struggle with a lot of us struggle with with this person's not human this person is doing wrong things but man i still love them mm-hmm. we see it all the time mm-hmm. we see we see parents who abuse their kids and the kids mm-hmm. still just like but i, but I want to go back to them mm-hmm. because there's still like that feeling of just like and, and also like how can you not have some kind of emotional, even yeah. like spiritual connection to someone that may have held you in their body for um, nine months of your life or like who made you, like these things cannot even be put into words many times, yeah. the connection that we have with our families, yeah. right? To even know like we're present in our mother's bodies before mm-hmm. we even come into the world. We're already connected, yeah. right? So like it's very hard to draw those lines. It's complicated, like you have to learn it, it's messy. There's just a lot. Yeah. So then we get to this point where we see that Cecily physically crosses the line of 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 her relationship this with her father. This is the question. Who crossed the line? Because, okay, listen. I've well, seen I some she, comments. Well, I said that she physically crossed the line. We have established that, we, I, that I think that he he set this up long ago. Things have been inappropriate. Yes, yes. For sure. But I, I, I don't know. I, I struggle with that. And you guys like to let me know. I, I felt like that his letter at the end was sincere. I felt like that he really did not think that he was doing anything wrong until he realized that he would that he was doing something wrong. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I will say some people I saw some comments on like some other stuff and people were like, Cicely was groomed. She was being groomed. I would say I don't believe I don't agree with that, with her being groomed, because being groomed is usually an intentional act. Mm-hmm. Right? It is um investment by somebody else especially somebody with power to eventually get somebody to do something else like it's mm-hmm. almost like shaping behavior like here's a little thing and but then in the sense though he does kind of say that he knew that she was going to take care of him he even said that he even said in the letter for about that night he said i was waiting for her to to, to come downstairs because i was expecting it Mm-hmm. He knew that this was like the routine, so maybe it was a little bit of grooming. That hey, I stay up late, you're gonna be up here to wait on me. I don't care if you come down here and rub my shoulders because like you take care of me. But it wasn't <laughs> until she actually did something that actually was crossing a physical line that he was like, "Whoa, we went too far." But it had been cross lines. That's, I, what, I'm that's, saying. that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think it had, but I don't, I'm not sure. Everybody's okay with this child acting as if she's your spouse and holding that role, which we talked about, enmeshed families, and all this stuff, parentified kids. Like, at what point is like, okay, now we're doing shoulder rubs, now we're doing a kiss on the mouth that is too long. 
at what point are you like, oh, now, okay, now this is bad. Yeah. Like, the whole time he's still feeding his need to be loved and adored mm-hmm. by everybody around him instead of actually taking care of his kid and what his kid needs, which but is the reassurance and stability. Yeah, but that's the hard part. the kids part. are scared of that. Because then this goes back to, as a parent, how many times do we see, unfortunately, sometimes people who parent out of their own needs and not, the, and, and not fully the needs of their kids? Mm-hmm. I need to feel loved. I need mm-hmm. to be taken care people of. people who have kids for I that reason. I need to make sure that you're not going to abandon me. So I need to make sure that me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'm like, I'm like, you're taken care of, but kind of sort of for me. Mm-hmm. Because I need you to, to validate me and tell me that I did that. <sighs> so, yes. So we see that. It's but rough. then we see. Because your kids are the casualty of that. 100%. Because, so, and, like, and like we see that blow up, and like, quickly because... Cecily comes back and tells a different story to Eve. But what really happened is the thing that we may not know what really happened. Because part of the thing is... at the end, I mean, but but Cecily admitted at the end that what he said was true. Okay, I will say this. The way that it's depicted, the first thing we hear about is memories and how memories can be wrong. Yeah. So that's part of it. Like, did at some point her... Did she think she was mostly telling the truth? That's Mm -hmm. part of it. She also, when they replayed it back... Uncle, oh, I forgot about uncle. Uncle was there. Uncle told me. Mm-hmm. Uncle told me. Like, it, it seemed like he got mad and pushed things over, and it ended up being Uncle told me knocking over something. But in her mind, because it was almost a traumatic incident, everything was heightened. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it's like, who did what? What were their intentions? Mm-hmm. You know, who did this on purpose versus what was accidental? Like, it was very kind of convoluted. Yeah. So I wonder if at some point she thought mostly she was telling the truth. I do believe that she honestly and truthfully believed in her head that this was the relationship that they had and that and that this was okay and that this was like popular. Well, like, he led know, her to believe stop. it. Yeah. Like, th- there's no reason why her reaction would not have been that. He let her do everything else but that. But I think it's the same that. way to where when he slapped her and, like, you know, and as, as a reaction... Her feelings were hurt, not just because of the fact that you had been slapped, but because the man that I loved just, just like, you know, rejected me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she was hurt. Yeah, she was rejected. And she went and told her sister, he hurt me. But even more than that, too, I think after, because after all this happens, it comes out, she kind of gets, like, depressed and, like, won't eat and won't leave her room. I think part of that is that she has been working really hard in her mind to make sure that the family survives. Because she she's knows. Also been making, she's, she's, she's also been working really, really hard to take care of him and, and be the person that he wants her to be. And then for him to reject her. Yeah, it's but like, for a while. What else do I have to do? But if this is my role, if my role is to protect you, mm-hmm. make sure that you're okay, and take care of everything for you, and then you reject me, I don't have anything else. Indeed, but there's also like her survival because what, okay, what happens? If she's not fulfilling that role and something happens between the parents and they get a divorce, what is that going to mean? Yeah, I mean, for one, here I know she's going to her daddy. But who? Mm, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But also, he's the only one that earns money. Yeah. How is that going to work? Where but are people going to live? But also at the same time, like, I think that that's the hard part because she's, I mean, her, she she did have a fear of, of him divorcing us, as she said. Yeah, she he, said he's going he to divorce, divorce us. us. But I think that also in the same sense. I, but that means also there's a part of her that knows that he's going to leave. Not, was, I'm going to go with him. There was a push that they all just felt like that if Roz, the mother, stayed silent enough that, that this fear would never happen. So it was her fault. 
if you say if you like don't just be quiet then mm-hmm. all of us will be okay but the more that she felt embarrassed and the more that she went through stuff the more that the mother spoke up mm-hmm. and so they got mad at her she's the one calling out the right. issues the right truth now. teller gets all of the crap because what is comfortable is the way we were before. Nobody yeah. say anything. We just do what we do around here, and that's it. It's not yeah. anybody's business. And she doesn't have any family here. All she has is his mom and his sister. And, and, and even them are like, oh, it's so sad what you're going through. But be quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so I don't have anybody. Yeah. Even the sister. <laughs> what yeah. did she do? She's like, yeah, he's just like me. Yeah. But we she, we but do she, the same thing. But she was like, no, I don't have kids to, to like, right. no, She to said, I ain't got nobody snitching on me, so yeah. I can do what I want. I'm like, okay, so this is what we're doing. Everybody knows, everybody allows it. Nobody wants to rock the boat. But at the same time, that is making everybody sick. It's almost like poison to the family. Yeah. Everybody's like, sure, let's drink our shot of poison today yeah. instead of actually dealing with the situation. Yeah. If he knew that he could lose his family, I wonder if that would change something. Maybe. But since he doesn't have that risk, why change? I mean, also because like I'm still curious about like where did she come from? Because I mean, there was a whole city of women who were clearly ready to jump on like with him or whatever, and you went and you went and found somebody from a whole different city and like pulled up her, from from a family. So clearly, you wanted her. Oh, okay, but listen, Uh-oh. this was messed up. Okay, okay. okay. Take so, it ahead. First of all, this is how we also know it was inappropriate because he was telling Cicely things about the marriage that he probably didn't tell his wife, but they're also inappropriate for any parent to tell their child. Mm -hmm. At one point he said, because she was asking him like, oh, like, this is one of the things is that mom was so beautiful. She was the most beautiful. Dad wouldn't want anybody, right? And then I think Cicely asked him something like that. Like, did you like mom when you first, like, how did that happen or whatever? When Eve asked him that or Cicely? Cicely. I think Cicely showed up. I mean, Eve showed up later. But one thing that he said is like, sometimes he said, I did love your mother, but when you've been with somebody as long as you have, they're like uh, feather pillows. They get, I wrote it down, I can't even think of it. I hate that I forgot. He said, but sometimes they get um, like flattened and pushed down and you can't really use them. And he made that comparison to her mom. He said like, it's been years. Like she ain't really nothing to me. Why would you tell your child that? Why would you confide that in your kid, right? Like the things that he is saying are so inappropriate and nobody should ever say, but you could tell. Things have gone but also, way but wrong. I, but it also made me wonder too. If so I think a, that you, what I was trying to say, sorry, is that they used to be probably something different and mm-hmm. it changed into something else. Yeah. which, is, But I also wonder, is that the reason why Cecily flipped out so bad when she got her period? Because something about her didn't feel as perfect anymore. Maybe. Which to me, y'all, was the funniest line of the whole movie when uh, when Eve was like, "You got blood in your pants, and now you can't act civilized." <laughs> and I tell y'all, I loved Eve when she was hollering at her, "Get out the shower!" <laughs> like, that was my girl. Everybody, first of all, why everybody had an attitude? Because it was so hot. You think that's why everybody had an attitude? It probably was. And I then, don't know. and then on top attitude. of that, and then on top of that, we also like went to this issue where where like Monzel said that she saw a kid getting hit by the bus, and therefore the mama, mom, mama got nervous and said that none of the kids will leave the house for the entire summer. So like, summer it's hot outside, and we can't go outside and play. So like, now we all stuck and in we the house got together. And we central air conditioning. Yeah. So like, it was just it was just all bad. And and then of course Cecily being the mother of the household <laughs> left the house. Everybody's exploding. Everybody's yeah. losing their mind. Yeah. So Y'all, the dysfunction is real. We ain't even talk about. Okay, let's talk about the auntie. First of all, despite her being somewhat of a bad influence, 
I think everybody needs an auntie like that. Yeah, she was cool. I loved Aunt Mozelle. I did. She had her moments, but like I said, she was still she was still protecting herself in the moments. But I still did like how like how close her and Eve were, and how like you know how supportive she was. You could tell that like Eve was her person. I, I kind of like mm-hmm. I I fooled with her. You can also tell she was the peacekeeper of her family. Yeah. Of all of the other craziness, because yeah. she was the one with everybody trying to like. Um, buffer everybody's rough edges like yeah. oh he's just like that don't worry about that oh like uh it's just how it is like mm-hmm. just calm down you could tell that she's she like in the fix, middle mm-hmm. which, which which also like we saw cost her a whole lot of turmoil because you're trying to fix everybody else and you can't do anything for yourself she even said it she, she said i can see visions for everybody but me mm-hmm. and her life was in shambles mm-hmm. like i said when she was she was on her third husband all three of them had died she had met a new man liked him but was like i can't really mess with you because the voodoo lady told me that I, that I was the Black Widow and that I was going to kill you. Y'all, well, we're going to have to talk about Diane voodoo, Carol. <sighs> Diane Carol was the voodoo lady. Well, I'll tell y'all, I love me some Diane Carol. And I don't think I I'm ever realized that she was the voodoo lady. Everybody in this movie is but superb. Yeah, she, she did amazing as the voodoo lady. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. Questions yeah. that need answers. But but so, but anywho, long story short, like, Boom. So, so this is what happened. Cicely told Eve that daddy hurt her. Eve said, I hate him for you. I'm going to fix this situation. Eve went and found the voodoo lady, hired the voodoo lady to take care of daddy. Voodoo lady did what she was hired to do. Daddy was gone. So voodoo lady did her job too well. That was yeah. the problem because Eve went and changed her mind after the fact. She yes. said, hey, unalive him. We don't want him here anymore. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, wait. It's too late. I changed my mind. It's too late. I really love that man. And, and then, then was, we find out after after he has passed that he wrote this letter in which he is saying that like these things didn't happen and Eve is like well dang I did all of this because I hated him for you Mm -hmm. and you lied to me so let's just say what happened don't really know what happened to that to the trauma of his family afterwards because that's because that's definitely not where we get no resolution but technically the voodoo lady told the mama when mama went to go see the voodoo lady, she said, wait three years and everything will be all right. So I'm just like, I'm up here like, you know, in three years, we're going to be good. <laughs> she, she, asked, she asked about the mama. She asked about the kids. Everybody's traumatized. Somebody thinks she killed her daddy, which, whatever. But Te- technically, she didn't. I don't feel like she did. I she like, didn't pull the trigger, but she, again, his kids own and grown demons. folks' business. His own demons set, set that up. I'm not saying he did not. It wouldn't happen that night. It it might not happen that night, but that was coming. He was playing with fire and he got burned. I'm not saying he did not get what was coming to him. I'm not saying that. I don't want that. But I'm just saying that. No, I'm just saying you. It was going to happen. The energy out there, there's going to be consequences of your actions. It was going to happen. (laughs) Maybe it was going to happen, but she also went to his mistress's husband and said, "Hey, where your wife be? My daddy be going, be coming home late. Don't your wife be going home late?" Hmm. Put that together, sir. Have a good day. What? What do you think? She had a role in that. I'm not saying that she man wasn't that slow to you. I mean, he was a professor. He knew it. He he knew what kind of wife he had. He knew. She what definitely you... knew, but it, it sounded like it took him a while to put the pieces together because he but was I, like. But, but I think that it took him huh. a while to put it together because you saw it in the end where he said that he. He trusted you. Yeah, I, I'm sure that I he talked you, himself Lewis. out. That he yeah. said, "We're, we're yeah, best friends. I love you." Yeah, that's not what's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. I, he convinced himself it wasn't happening, but also, and he may have convinced himself that forever, part partly. But unless you have this outside source, a child, no less, to confirm that, we got problems, dog. But then also at we the got same problems. time, that, that, that's why I said a, a lot of that was also to Lewis's own detriment because he literally just said, "Don't speak to her anymore," and he tried to walk away. And then Lewis, being exactly. being Lewis, being characterized like, like like egging him on. Good night, Maddie. Well, 
There and we he go. just kept, he just kept and just kept going. What you think was gonna happen? What you think was gonna happen? I was playing with the fire, but I didn't know it was gonna burn me. Mama told me that the stove was hot, but I had to touch it. <sighs> can't, folks can't leave well enough alone. All right, so y'all, yeah, comment about this because we had it was just a lot. It was a lot, a lot, a lot. It was so much dysfunction. So much dysfunction. Dysfunction, function. What's your function? So many tears. Dysfunction, conjunction. Oh my god! All the, the kids only cried the whole time. Like they yeah. smiled. They laughed and they played. They was they was they was so. I love the I love the imagination of Eve and Poe. They cracked me up. When she what did she what did she cover? Oh, she put chocolate covered bees on him at the beginning, and then when she put that fake snake in the bed while he was sleeping, like the girl, the girl was a menace. <laughs> And you, it was very middle child. You could tell all of the dynamics. She was very much a middle child. Okay, so, she said, so oh, y'all ain't going to see me. I'm going to make you see me. Yes. So speaking of y'all, I need to get into the questions that need answers because my first question that needs answers is, y'all, I need to find, and I don't even know why I didn't do this. I need to find the dude who played Poe and see how he looks as an adult because I swear that whoever he is, him and Eve, Journey Smollett, looked so much alike as kids like i'm like i'm like was he a real sibling because they looked like actual real siblings as kids this is how i know you didn't do any research because that's her real life brother oh is it <laughs> that's why i was been laughing at you you'd be like how did they look so much alike i'm like that's our brother clearly it's it's a different brother a different j name it's not jesse oh i, I know i know when jesse but i know so, so it's he's another the other one yes girl Tell me something. It's her literal real fine. life brother. So maybe they had a question that needs answer because Jasmine just answered it. But it's fine. I'm going to look him up though. Uh, Literally her brother. Her baby brother. What questions you got to need answer to? Oh my God, so much. I really need to know. I don't think the movie told us, but what's the beef? What is the beef between... Um, the psychics. Mo. Yes, the psychics. Mo and the witch lady. Which, what, what was her name? I think El, this was, I think El, this was El, more of like is. a crabs in the barrel thing. There can't be two of us. You're over here, you're over here trying, to get my, no, trying to get my territory. No, there was something else. Because she said, because when she came over there for a reading, mm -hmm. she said, I ain't got nothing to say to you. <laughs> Everything you got is coming back to you because of who you are. Like she said that like she knew from her soul, I know you trifling. Mm. And I saw what you did to so-and-so. And you getting everything you deserve. She I said that from the, <laughs> literally. She said it from the depths of her soul. She said, I can't do nothing for you. I don't know what you want from me. I baby. mean, so, but I think that there may have been. There may have been some, something from Maddie's past that they, that they didn't really, ex like, that they didn't really ex uh, discuss. Because it could have, like, even she believed that she was cursed. So there was something that she felt like that she had did or whatever. But that's why it held so much weight, because I think she did believe she was cursed. And then somebody told her that, and she mm -hmm. just lost her mind. Mm -hmm. but, but I think that she, she, she also didn't want to hear it either. Maybe she took the uh, the woman's man and then he died and she fell. She was mad. Yeah, I ain't playing with you. Listen, listen, right time movie. It was real. Like, they could have, if you could have put them alone in the room together, one of them wouldn't have made it out. That's how real it was. That's my question. I don't know. I, I kind of spoke. Like, I would have put my money on uh, on, on uh, El Zor. That chick was talking about cooking people and eating them. Also, what was, she, what was she going through? Like, when everybody, when somebody would hand her money, like, she was about this dollar. Do you hear me? Somebody asked her a question, she said, Listen. Give me my money. Give me my I dollar. I don't give free services. <laughs> Pay me first. Can we all get that energy? What is her name? Elzora? Whatever. I, I think so. We, can we get that energy? I that's need that how, energy in my energy life. She took $20 from a child. Me. She said, did you steal that from your daddy? She held it up. That's good. <laughs> she I, said, me. She said, I'm not gonna ask no questions. You could have got this off a dead body. I don't care. Let's go. Yep, you pay me. That, that, that ain't got nothing. I got twenty dollars. That's a bill it's for me now. Six months. Be about that bag, y'all. <laughs> not even kids. Nothing. Nobody. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Anybody say? No. What does she got? Uh, questions. Other questions are not. Uh, so many questions. I don't think I had any more. Other than that, yeah, I didn't know that Diane Carroll was there as well. Mm. I got a question that HIPAA wasn't invented yet back then. No, they're kind of Because you just bring in your child to every appointment. Yeah, it doesn't make it about HIPAA. I definitely would have asked, like, why are the little girls sitting up here? But, okay, that's cool. Why you had to send your daughter outside so that you can have a conjugal visit? Mm, that I, too. That's also. Oh, you met with the daddy. I met, I met when Eve was sitting uh, at, Mo, at, at all of those L sessions. Any of it. That too. Well, Eve was there for everything. <laughs> Give me your hands. Is that, that's all that she did. When she was doing her psychic stuff. <sighs> it was great. It was so good. Um, what is a psychic counselor? How is that different from just a psychic? You know, I really don't know. I think that because like, she actually likes to talk to people. Know. Because she gonna tell you the bad stuff that's happening, but she's gonna make you feel better about it instead of just telling you. Maybe I mean, cause like you know, she she did console a little bit when she was like, "Honey, mm -hmm. your son's on drugs." But go she did say, "Go to go to the hospital." She said, yeah. "You gonna need a lot of prayer." Yeah. But go to the hospital on Tuesday. Pray. He gonna be there. Pray and go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. I can't hate this movie. I can't. I can't either. I loved the range of blackness. I love that everybody was a different shade. I love that. Because I that's love, how like, black the, families I are. I love, like, the Louisiana, like, feel to it. Mm -hmm. uh, like, so, yeah. My I actually, favorite. So, yeah. But, I love the different types of black people we had. I like yeah. that um, Moselle's future husband, whatever. He was, mm -hmm. like, a Native American. He was indigenous and black, which, again. Yeah. That is happening. But, like, that's never depicted. Yeah. You I never get to see that. Yeah. And anyway, there was something about him that was like, there was like, it wasn't even like a, like a he fine thing. It was just like a yeah. thing. Like he's like, cares, like he just looked something trustworthy. About yes. He looked steady. He looked like just a good man. Yeah, you know something about him. We walked in, I was like, I was like, I, was I don't like, know that I man. Like him. But as soon as I saw him, I was like, he's trustworthy. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he could do just the way that at the funeral when Daddy died and he just picked up Cicely, she was yes. breaking down. I was just like, that's a good man. Yes, and nobody even questioned. It was like, no, because was like, nah, he good. And he was there for all the family dysfunction when Cicely left, which also. What kind of counselor? Do you think that was a good solution? They sent her to be with a mama, and I guess that the counselor was closer to his mama's house, or her, or, or the mama's mama's house, because he said, because they said, mama? I think it was, I think it was Roz's mama, because they said you're going to stay with your grandma. Do you think that was a good suggestion? Absolutely not. But, <laughs> but also at the same time, I was maybe, just very confused. Maybe it was like a resource type type thing. Like maybe they didn't have close resources for the uh, for yeah, counseling. Yeah, but why was the solution not talk about it? Come on, let's all talk the, about it. That disrupts the dysfunction. Send your child to another state instead of talking about what's going on at home. Ain't that what we do with boot camps and boarding schools and all those other things that we do because we don't really want to deal with it? Just send away the problem and, and then and then let them come back and go back to being silent. I'm just letting y'all know that's not the role that a therapist is supposed to take. But again, this was back in the day. Okay. That's not that's not back there. That still happens to, to this present. You, you were correct, but I'm just saying a professional is not supposed to be like, well, you're tired of them, so get rid of them. You're supposed to solve or help the family collaborate to solve the problem that's happening. But right? as we and know, sometimes breaks sometimes breaks help. I just don't know that that was the time. No, especially when when and I'm gonna say this again. People may not want to hear it, but if you have a child in your house that is struggling, sending that child away or making that that child solely get counseling makes it just feel like that that child is the problem and that the whole system is not affected.
the whole family needed. Definitely, but that's that's the same but, side of the same problem, right? Like so. the, nobody wants to feel like they're the problem or take responsibility. They just want that person to fix it. Yeah, and supposed to send this person away so they can come back and fit back into the dysfunction, mm -hmm. which does not help. It takes courage. It takes courage to change. It takes courage to um, impact the system in a different way. Mm -hmm. It takes courage. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. So, yeah, y'all, this, this was Ease Value. Thank you for the suggestion. We listened. After I got past my little first twinge of the first five minutes, I was good. And, and we watched it. Um, let us know, let us know your thoughts about this. Let us know like, how some of these things may show up in your family. Um, and as always, like, comment, subscribe, turn on the bells for notifications, all that good stuff. And holla at us next time so we can stay mentally dope. This is